What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. Post-trade deadline edition, big day, a big finish to the trade deadline yesterday. And my prediction was correct, although it was an easy one, was that Justin Verlander would get traded. And he did get traded, traded back to the Houston Astros, the team he pitched for just last season. They got him back in exchange for two of their top prospects. And the Mets basically just carried on with their fire sale. And that's what they were going to do after they traded Scherzer. It was very clear that it made no sense to hang on to Verlander. So they sent him back to Houston. So Astro sent two of their top four, actually, over to New York. Drew Gilbert, who is their number one prospect. That who, he was the Astros' number one prospect. And then Ryan Clifford. Both of them are outfielders. Ryan Clifford is the number four prospect in Houston's organization. And Jim Callis from MLB actually said that they were going to update the Astros top 30 next week and Gilbert and Clifford were going to be number one and two. So really, they got the top two prospects. But Verlander's owed 58 million for the rest of this year and for next year. The Mets are going to pay 35 million of that. And if his $35 million option for 2025, which is the following year, vests, the Mets will pick up half of that, $17.5 million. Uh, so Mets are eating a lot of the salary, quite frankly. But I'm sure the Astros are happy to have JV back because this is a team with World Series ambitions. They want to go deep into the playoffs. And they're going to need a horse like this, who's been pitching a lot better as of late. He's been a lot healthier as of late, hoping he can kind of get back to his... To his his peak self. That's what what they're hoping. Because just last year he won a Cy Young. Not very long ago. But this news was definitely met with smiles by Astros players. Uh, they wanted Houston to make a move after the Rangers went ahead and got some starting pitchers within the last week in Scherzer and Montgomery. And uh, yeah, some players texted Verlander early Tuesday after they found out that he was coming back. They are fired up. And then on Tuesday night, Framber Valdez goes out and throws a no-hitter for the Astros. A no-hitter. The first Astros lefty to do so. Valdez does it. And he does it with less than 100 pitches. 93 pitches only. That's what you call a Maddox. A complete game. I think it's a complete game shutout with less than 100 or just a complete game with less than 100. It's Yeah, it's a complete game shutout with fewer than 100 pitches. That's called a Maddox, obviously. Uh, named for Hall of Famer Greg Maddox, but Framber Valdez not only had a complete game shutout, he threw a no-hitter. And uh, extremely efficient. It's uh, the third no-hitter we've seen in Major League Baseball this year. We saw a combined no-no from the Tigers a few weeks ago, then we saw Domingo Herman's perfect game this summer as well. But all in all, a wonderful day for the Houston Astros. Just a great day, getting Verlander back, in the afternoon, then a few hours later, having a no-hitter by Framber Valdez in a nice win, 2 nothing win over Cleveland at Minute Maid Park. So, that's awesome. That's that's just an uh, exclamation point on quite a nice day for Houston Astros. What other trades went down? So, Jack Flaherty is going to Baltimore. The O's went ahead and bolstered their rotation. There was a lot of trade speculation about Pitchers who might go to Baltimore, you know, we heard about the Verlander rumors, but it ends up being Jack Flaherty from the St. Louis Cardinals 
he goes to Baltimore in exchange for three prospects. And none of their top prospects, really. Uh, you have an infielder, Cesar Prieto. He's their number 16. A left-handed pitcher, Drew Rom, their number 18. And then right-handed pitcher, Zach Showalter, who isn't ranked among their top prospects, which is Baltimore. So he's, all these three guys are going back to St. Louis in exchange for Jack Flaherty. But Flaherty's 27. He's spent his entire seven-year big league career in St. Louis at this point. So far this year, he's at a 4.43 ERA through 20 starts, although he did pitch well in July where he had a 3.03 ERA over five outings. But he does have a lengthy track record despite this season, the first season, a 3.58 ERA in his career, in his career, uh, you know, in 118 starts for his career. Uh, but the finest season of his career did come in 2019 when he had a 2.75. And he got off to a strong start in 2021, but then he had his, you know, suffered an oblique injury and, you know, had some injury issues. But, you know, now you're just going to get him pitching every fifth day for Baltimore because they need a short-term boost to their starting rotation. They're trying to reach the postseason for the first time since 2016 and win their first AL East title since 2014. Their team ERA is a 4.48, their rotation ERA. And that's middle of the pack. It's 16th in Major League Baseball, 8th in the American League. So they... The Orioles actually demoted Tyler Wells to double-A Bowie on Sunday. So Flaherty's just going to take over that empty spot that was created by Tyler Wells' demotion. Flaherty hasn't pitched since last Wednesday, so he could start Thursday's series finale in Toronto if he arrives in time to do so, which he very well should. So we'll see what this O's team can do. They've managed to win a lot of games with a very mediocre rotation. Flaherty definitely... Proves to, or he should, he should boost that quite a bit. He should boost that quite a bit. In other news, the LA Dodgers and Detroit Tigers had a trade in place for Eduardo Rodriguez, but Erod invoked his no trade clause. He had a 10 team no trade clause that included the Dodgers and the deal is now dead. Oh, it, it was dead yesterday. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, that's the right that he has in that contract. And he did not approve of that deal to move to the Dodgers. And he ended up not being traded. Erod obviously was one of the hot names on the market this year. He has three more seasons and $49 million on his contract. The thing is, he can exercise an opt-out clause at the end of this season and become a free agent. It's looking very likely that he will do so because if he goes on the open market, he's most likely going to eclipse that $49 million he's owed because he's had a strong season this year. So he's probably doing that, honestly, because um, if he goes to the Dodgers, the it's going to be bright lights, right? He's going <laughs> to, I think there's just less pressure being in Detroit and he can just finish out the rest of the season, two more months and hit free agency rather than going to the Dodgers and having to pitch in the postseason as well. That's also probably a factor. Um, I know that sounds terrible and I don't know if this is for sure what Erod is thinking, but I'm just... I'm just being like real. I mean, some people realize that the financial stability that comes from having that multi, you know, that, that multi-year deal for however, however many millions he's going to get. Sometimes it is worth more than, than a postseason run, especially for someone who's already won a World Series like Eduardo Rodriguez. I don't know if this is, this is speculation on my part. Don't go running with this saying that this is what Erod is saying or, or anything. This is completely my speculation. I don't know if that's the case, but hey, I can speculate. 
so yeah, I mean, other. I'm, I'm just reading another article. I was reading another article about it, saying that you know Erod lives in Miami and he has spent his entire major league career in the eastern half of the country, Baltimore, Boston, and Detroit. And um, he's publicly said he loves Detroit and was interested in staying. So maybe there are some personal hurdles, reason why he doesn't want to leave. I don't know. But yeah, he's not going anywhere. So looking at, yeah, I would say those are the big moves from the final day, you know, leading right up to the trade deadline that Framber Valdez no hitter really is, was the icing on the cake for Houston as, uh, you know, it really caps a special day for him. Yeah, we're going to leave it at that. Just a little bit of a trade deadline recap. We'll get back to game recaps because the dust needs to settle. Uh, all these new players getting into their, you know, their new places, their new homes and getting used to where they need to be. But that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.